0: Good morning, and wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It's Monday morning, January the 9th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Let's begin this morning with our prayer of consecration. Jesus, I belong to you. Just begin to say that to him until you're saying it from your inmost being. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you and I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Jesus, I belong to you. Our scripture today comes from Matthew 2, verses 1 and 2. Hear the word of the Lord. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, During the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this, we have come to worship him. We spent last week working out the answer to the question, when are we? Now that we know when now is, we ask the question, now what? And in order to answer that question, we must ask the biggest question of all. Why are we? We find the answer today in the echo of the ancient voices of the Magi. We have come to worship him. Back in the early 2000s, Chris Tomlin and a couple of others wrote a song called Made to Worship. The chorus answers the big why question of our lives. You and I were made to worship. You and I are called to love. You and I are forgiven and free. When you and I embrace surrender, you and I choose to believe. Then you and I will see who we were meant to be. Over the last 20 years or so, Worship has become almost synonymously associated with singing. Now, let's be clear, singing is a very good thing, but worship is less than 1% singing. Worship is the comprehensive total life recognition and response of an image bearer of God to the God in whose image we are made. Human beings, by virtue of the innermost person, divinely fashioned at the core of our being, are made to worship their creator. And yet, because of our fallen nature, we will settle to worship literally anything and everything under the sun, including the sun. At the very core of everyone who ever lived and will ever live is an unquenchable hunger and thirst for the living God. Before we are anything else, we are worshipers. We have come to worship Him. This is why the day of Epiphany is the day of awakening. Look what happened. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, Matthew two 11. Let's remember our anchoring text for this leg of our journey, Hebrews 1. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom also he made the universe. When a human being An image bearer of the one true and only living God finally wakes up and recognizes the one they have come to worship. The miracle begins and never ends. Read this next verse very slowly and with great care, aloud as we'll do it here, as though your life depended on it, because it does. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word, Hebrews 1.3. This is the one whom we worship, who brings us on the inside of the mysterious and miraculous love of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, where we find the deep humility and profound authority of our true self and learn to live out the breathtaking love of our real life. This is our why. This is worship. And we have come to worship him. Years ago, a young father told me a story I will never forget. He had his two young daughters who were in a small Christian Roman Catholic preschool. One day they went as a family to an art museum. They slowly browsed through the many rooms of paintings ranging from ancient to modern near the end of the exhibit, they experienced every parent's nightmare. They had lost one of their daughters somewhere along the way. As they frantically scrambled back through the museum, shouting the daughter's name at the top of their lungs, they spotted her. The little girl, every bit of four years old, was kneeling on the floor. In front of her was the beautiful scene of Bethlehem as though it had opened up into the gallery. It was as though she had entered the painting of the ancient magi with their treasured gifts, kneeling before the child-born king, the son of God, Jesus, Messiah. And just to the right of her, were her two tiny shoes she had come to worship him we have come to worship him the prayer our father we keep praying that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened in order that we may know you better that I might fully awaken to become the person you imagined when you fashioned my inmost being and that I might rise up into the real life which you created me to live. Forgetting what is past, I press on toward this high calling. But for today, let me find myself next to the little girl, shoes off, Caught up in the beautiful story of Jesus, my Savior and my Lord. Praying in Jesus' name, Amen. The question: what captures your attention today? What arrests your soul? What response do you sense rising up in your inmost being? Have you come to worship him? In our hymn today, when I survey the wondrous cross, it's in our hymnal. I don't have the hymnal with me at the moment. So I'm going to need to let you find it yourself if you have our hymnal. The hymn is entitled, when I survey the wondrous cross, certainly it's in our hymnal, he, the our great Redeemer's praise. And if you've heard all the background noise I've been hearing, I'm actually sitting in an airport here running behind to catch my flight. So I'm going to sing at a fast tempo and rush off to return my rental car and catch my plane. Let's sing together. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss. AND POUR CONTEMPT ON ALL MY PRIDE. SEE FROM HIS HEAD, HIS HANDS, HIS FEET, SORROW AND LOVE FLOW MINGLE DOWN. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet or thorns compose so rich a crown were the whole realm of nature mine THAT WERE AN OFFERING FAR TOO SMALL, LOVE SO AMAZING, SO DIVINE, DEMANDS MY SOUL, MY LIFE, MY ALL. Amen. I chose that for that last verse today. We're the whole realm of nature mine. that we're an offering far too small. Love, so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. That's the meaning of worship, and we have come to worship him. Here's a quick PS where it's a word to our pastors and those who are serving in vocational ministry. We're gearing up to start our annual fellowship retreat this Thursday, and I'd love if you would join us. You can find a link in today's email, but it's going to be a really rich time. We're calling the the retreat MEND. It'll happen over three Thursdays, afternoons, bringing some really great leaders to help lead us. Matthew Sleeth be working with us on Sabbath, Becky Terrabassi on prayer, our own uh, Dr. Mark Benjamin, the band doctor, to work with us on bands. So um, please avail yourself of that. And uh, yeah, that's it for today. I'm running now to catch my flight. I'll be looking for you today on the field